right, it is time for another roundtable of Frederick County Sports. Welcome in, everyone. Final Score Podcast. Greg Quatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you. And the fall sports season is underway. Football, uh, volleyball, field hockey, boys and girls soccer. Uh, what, what am I missing, guys? Golf. Uh, golf. The we golf. had CMC championships. And, uh, yeah, right. We've already had the CMC championship in golf. <laughs> but they, they run out of light early uh, in, in the golf season and is also uh, uh, cross country. So, uh, But welcome in, everyone. Uh, we're going to talk some Frederick County sports here with uh, John Cannon and Alexander Dacey. Uh, no guests this week with the ho- with the holiday and just the shortened week and schedules got uh, a little mixed up. Uh, so no guests this week, but uh, we have a lot to talk about because we had week one of the high school football season and, and the other sports are in full swing now too. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start with football. And uh, John, I guess you had the, the story of the week. You were at uh, uh, St. John's Catholic Prep for their uh, first game at their new stadium on their on their new turf field, and things took a really scary turn in that one. I, I think the story is is, is kind of well known with uh, Grayson Lyons of uh, Winters Mill uh, being flown to tra- shock trauma after collapsing on the field with what his brother said on social media was uh, a apparent heart failure. Um, uh, again, people know the story. Apparently, Grayson's doing well, which which is great to hear, um, and he's on the road to recovery. But what was it just like being there? What what, what was the scene like there? Oh, it was, it was uh, really horrible, uh, scary. Uh, yeah, when he first went down, um, and I didn't see how he went down. I don't, I don't believe he took a hit. I mean, he was trying to make a tackle, but I think there was somebody in front of him that actually made the stop, and then he went down, and it just seemed like, you know, people, especially when season openers go down a lot of times, and you figure it's a leg cramp or something this time of year, and he was down for a few minutes. It didn't seem like anything out of the ordinary, and then all of a sudden I heard this gasp, and there were people running from the stands who I assume were either doctors or nurses, to help out and they started doing performing cpr on him and that's you know they just took a really you know it's a very scary thing to see you know because i mean that's a uh, it's a kid out there he, you know it's uh, you don't expect to see something like that it goes from this nice football game to this really uh potentially tragic situation it worked out sounds like it works out, out well he's going to be okay but you know at the time you didn't know that it's good that the gravity of the situation was recognized right away because, I mean, a kid falls down on the field. Right. Did he faint? Did he trip? Is he cramping? I mean, but it seems like the gravity of the situation was recognized right away by, by people that were there. Yeah, I mean, they, they used a, a defibrillator as well. I mean, they, they saved his life. I mean, I, if they're using that, that means he had you know, his heart wasn't working, and, and now it is. So. Uh, yeah, some some people did some really great things. Was yeah. it was it like a you could hear a pin drop type atmosphere when that started? Yeah, yeah. everybody was just standing around just watching and uh, and just just you know hoping it was going to turn out for the best, you know. And it, and and then the game of course was over. And kids were crying and adults were crying and. Uh, it was a really it's something I hope I never see again. Yeah, and now St. John's has to get on with the task of resuming the rest of its season, as difficult mm-hmm. as it might be. I mean, they were back on the mm-hmm. practice field after uh, Coach Nate Marr gave them the weekend off. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they normally do film study and, and a wait session on Saturday. That didn't happen. They came back Monday. Luckily, it was a holiday week, so they had, they had no school Monday where they could get some work in. Uh, and now they're preparing for uh, Francis Scott Key on, on, on the same field. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they will get the win in the game. They were ahead 12-7. Uh, it will go down as a win because the game won't be resumed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but now they uh, have to pick up the pieces sort of because uh, they're still very much uh, 
uh, involved and interested with, with, with the well-being of, uh, of Grace and Lions. They uh, did a bunch of stuff for them this week. They want to have a gray out this week at, at the Francis Scott Key game. Uh, everyone wear gray in honor of uh, Grace and Lions. So, um, but, yeah, it, it's difficult because now they have nine more games to play, and then how do they go about doing that? So yeah, and They looked like a, they were off to a decent start. Their offense was moving the ball. I, I didn't even think about the game until, like, Monday. <laughs> you know, I totally, it was out of my mind. They looked like they had some potential. Uh, their defense was having some trouble, St. John's, uh, making stops. But, you know, it's the first half of the season, so. Alexander, you were at the Carson Smith show. Yeah, uh, Middletown Tuscarora. Um, it, I mean, it kind of went about as expected, but uh, Carson Smith, they had five touchdowns in the first half on, uh, I think it was 13 carries, 114 rushing yards. Very efficient. Um, Middletown, uh, Tuscarora's line just could not handle Middletown's line and just wide open gaps. And, and I mean, he's just, he's just a, kind of just a big guy that was running over, you know, running over. Uh, running over the Titans there, um, and then they 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 only passed. I think they only ended up passing like eight times. So, you know, he got the second half. Smith got the second half off. It was a fairly kind of fairly you know, really expected result, I guess. You know, with a with a with a you know you know perennial power versus a team that is still trying to build its way back up. But um, you know, fairly you know fairly kind of kind of what what was expected. But I mean five. Five first down touchdowns, no matter the opponent, is quite impressive. Uh, yeah. uh, absolutely. And we know how great Carson Smith is. Yeah. Did you get a sense or a feel for how good the rest of the Middletown team will be? Um, well, I can say their, their, their lines, again, I mean, they, their lines were very clearly, you know, over, very clearly overmatched Tuscarora's line. But, um, you know, their, their line was causing havoc all night, uh, you know, both offensive and both on offense and defense. Um, their de- their defense held Tuscarora to negative yards again. I don't know how much of that was, you know, a product of, of them being, you know, of, of Tuscarora, you know, being Tuscarora or if Middletown, I mean, Middletown was causing a lot of havoc. So that obviously played a part in it, but, um, you know, it, it's hard to, I think, fully accurately judge. I mean, shoot, they're, get, they're probably gonna get their biggest test of the season uh, this week. So, you know that'll really kind of show things, but um, at the very least, we know that their running game is alive and well. They're very competitive in the trenches. Um, uh, the only the only thing, and we didn't see a lot of was was the passing game. They threw they threw eight passes. Um, Cam Baker uh, was their starting quarterback. He played the first half. Uh, Griffin Sheridan got the second. I presume Baker's gonna uh, take the um, take the reins on on Friday this week. So. I, I, yeah, he, again, I mean, he didn't, he didn't really have a chance to pass much. He looked fine, you know, fine enough. They, but they didn't have to pass. They didn't have to pass. So, yeah, um, again, when, when, you know, maybe when they get in some situations where they have to do that against, you know, Frederick this weekend and, you know, other stronger teams down the line, you know, that's maybe one we'll sort of see, you know, do, do they have enough to do a sec, to have a second dimension? Because um, they clearly have Smith and a couple other running backs that can, you know, clearly make it happen. Their line is more than capable enough. So yeah, and, and I'm interested to see how that line's gonna play against Frederick because yeah. Frederick's had a pretty good defense. I mean, they held yeah. Aberdeen to negative 22 <laughs> yards in, in their 42 nothing season opening win. I, I think Aberdeen had one first down in the game. It was earned by penalty, so it wasn't even earned by moving the ball on their own. So that Frederick defense is pretty good. They have an all-state player on the line in uh, Josh Hayward. So. Let's see how that Middletown line uh, holds up. That new Middletown line yeah. holds up against a good defense like Frederick. That that'll, that'll be a really good test this week. And and can Middletown 
do other things besides <laughs> just hand the ball to Carson yeah. Smith and say go score a bunch of touchdowns and 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 run over everyone. So, uh, so so that'll be an interesting test. I tell you guys, Urbana. I was at the Urbana Richard Montgomery game and and, and they look pretty good. I I, I think Urbana is going to have a pretty nice season. Uh, they have a great uh, quarterback in uh, Keegan Johnson who can make plays with his legs as well. Uh, he had a big 40-yard touchdown run. I'll be honest, Richard Montgomery isn't very good. They, I think they had 10 penalties in in, in uh, the first half alone. So Ur- Urbana was kind of sloppy and, and, and had penalties and made some mistakes too. But uh, Urbana wins uh, 38-0. Uh, their, their passing game is going to be really good with Riley Smith. Um, they have a couple of other really nice receivers too. Um, so I, I, I was impressed with Urbana and I, I, I think they'll be, they're not going to be a pushover uh, for, for, for anyone uh, in, in the County. Um, other takeaways. I thought the biggest surprise of the week was Walkersville, uh, losing by 20 points, uh, yeah. at, at home uh, to Liberty. Uh, that, that really shocked me. <laughs> uh, any thoughts on that game or just anything else about the week? Uh, it's the football week. I'm just looking at that TJ game. Um, you know, they, they gave North a tussle. Actually, they were up in that game. And I, I, uh, I, I'm, look, I'm curious to see what kind of year they're going to have. And I, I see them, I'm going to see them against Brunswick tomorrow night. That'll be telling as well. Um, because to see how they bounce back from, from a one win season. Yeah. And, and Brunswick's beaten them in, in, in recent years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's Jerry Smith, uh, of Brunswick right. coaching against his former team. He used to be the TJ coach and he's had their number, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, since, since going to Brunswick. And I, I, I think that'll be a really competitive game because I do think TJ's improved. Uh, they, they were in that North Hagerstown game. Uh, and, and Brunswick's a little banged up right now. I, I, I think, uh, they're coming off. A, they came off a tough loss to, uh, South Carroll, uh, who was the uh, 2A1A runner-up to Dunbar last year, so mm-hmm. so definitely uh, didn't open the season with any sort of slouch uh, there. But um, I, I I think that'll be a, a competitive game and, and, and one to watch in week two. Uh, Alexander, any big takeaways or thoughts from from the football week? Um, not again. Aside from you know the Walkersville result being fairly surprising, not a ton. You know, not a ton sort of shocked me. Not a ton. Uh, you know, you know, not not a ton really sent us one way or another. I think I actually I say that the one the one result the other, the other result that did surprise me was it was a uh, MSC taking an unexpected loss to to Severn. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, which Severn was winless last year, but you know they're down in Florida this week and to play a Florida school for the deaf and blind. So I'm thinking about you know, that. Now, I, I, let's talk about yeah. that a little bit because that that was an 11 man game from MSC yeah. and think about that. So they they've been training all all preseason mm-hmm. for eight man football. They play their opener eight man, and then all of a sudden they shift to eleven man. I just wonder how that if there was a right. some effect there. That, 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 that's a great point, John. I mean, yeah. did, I mean, they had to completely change everything that they had been doing up right. until that point. Right. And all, now all of a sudden, three more guys are on the field, and and, mm-hmm. and what do you do with them? So. And, 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 I, and I think John, you said that's the only that was the only game of the theirs this year that's going to be doing that. Right. So right. you know, fluke. Possibly, but you know but we'll, we'll have to see how they respond against. Uh, you know, I, I, I think Florida School for the Deaf is pretty good. Uh, they, they, they're yeah. they're two and zero. Uh, that that both their wins are, are fairly comfortable wins. So uh, I think it'll be another big test for 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 this MSD team. But you're right, John. They're they're back sort of in their element with with, with the eight man football, which is mm-hmm. what they've been preparing for. Right. Um, the whole time. It's a weird situation. We've never seen that before. Yeah. You know, a team having to shift gears like that. Right. Uh, cramping was a bit of an issue. I, I, I guess it was a warm, muggy night. Uh, Urbana dealt with it a little bit. Uh, their, their coaches said, hey, we told you so. You, you got to drink water or, or you're going to cramp. 
Uh, I think the Walkersville uh, players were squirting mustard into their mouths. Uh, <laughs> hey, whatever uh, works. Uh, yeah. to, to, to avoid cramping. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we're in this time of year where summer's not over yet. I mean, we still have a few more weeks of summer, so we're going to get these warm nights. And uh, if players aren't hydrated, they're going to get tired and cramping. And that, in a close game, I mean, that, that, that's going to matter. So, um uh a- any other thoughts on on, on the football week uh, a- uh middletown frederick uh should be a great game on friday uh Fre- frederick that's one of their three losses last year was to middletown uh it's probably a game they felt the, they should have won last year and and they're at home this year uh, last year's game was at middletown so we'll we'll see how that plays out um L- L- ligonor is at home against westminster and, and they've owned westminster in recent years the brunswick uh, uh, TJ game should be very competitive. Alexander, you're going out to the St. John's to hopefully have an uh, much less eventful uh, game uh, in terms of things happening that aren't related to football. Uh, here's hoping for a normal opener, yeah. uh, a, a normal home game. Uh, I, I talked to Stu Wilson uh, this week, and he said, I don't even know what it's like to have a complete normal game at our new stadium yet. <laughs> he said he, the, the, the thing he said is, I've never seen anyone leave a game from our stadium yet mm-hmm. i mean they're, they're trying to see how this works check all the boxes what what <laughs> needs to improve and they haven't even had that chance yet because because of this horrible incident that happened at the game last week along those lines i mean i might be wrong on this but i don't think i am uh tj uh will be at home tomorrow night i think that's the first football game on that state their new turf field is that uh, right i believe that's that? correct yeah because they were at yeah. north hagerstown so Sorry, yeah man. so right so it'll, it'll be their first game and, and mm-hmm. let's hope nothing befalls oh, them yeah. in, in, <laughs> in their debut like Hopefully we can just talk about football going forward and we're, we're not talking about uh, all, all, all this other stuff. So um, we said last week it wasn't just going to turn into a football podcast. We've, we've, we've talked a lot of football previewing the season. We've had football coaches on uh, in recent weeks, uh, but there are other sports going on. Uh, we've all seen a little bit of soccer um uh this week alexander you saw a couple of boys teams mm-hmm. uh Oak- oakdale you saw a tie manchester valley yes and i believe you saw urbana um uh did they beat middletown? they beat middletown yeah. three to one yeah, yeah right uh your your, t- your takeaways from those games or teams or um so the urbana the urbana game was uh was the opener on tuesday uh parks tolton had two goals um i know he was their leader last year and he looks to be kind of just rounding right back into form uh, that I mean, the Urbana team. It was a, uh, you know, it was it was you know, there there it wasn't obviously first game season wasn't clean, you know clean all around by anybody, but you know that 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 Urbana team is is pretty solid. Um, and on the uh, is Middletown going to be pretty good when 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 they're punching in their weight? Yeah, class, so yeah. To speak, I, I think I think um, you know Middletown's going to be like a you know if Urbana's you know maybe would be one of the county contenders or at least you know in that sort of upper tier with like maybe Tuscarora say Middletown's probably in that like t- uh, tier two that middle tier. Um, they actually they did a <laughs> speaking of which uh, Middletown played Tuscarora tonight and they they lost three to two. So uh, two really just uh, just tough games for them to to start the season. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think Urbana and, you know, Urbana will be up there. Middletown probably will, will be, will also be fairly good, you know, maybe a, a step below. Uh, where, where, where does Oakdale fall? In Oakdale, the... I think is, I, I think that they're kind they can kind I can see them going either way right now. I mean, they played Manchester Valley who Manchester Valley, uh, won the, uh, there was a, a tur- Frederick High hosted a big tournament this weekend. They went two and oh. Uh, Manchester Valley did and just pummeled both Frederick and TJ. So that team is very good. Uh, and Oakdale, you know, did they're down a couple 
down a couple starters due to injury, but I mean they they hung with it. It was a tight as all can be game. Uh, you know, went to extra time and they they drew they drew one one. Uh, Max Davis, their junior, uh, Oakdale's junior goalie, uh, made his first varsity start. He was their JV starter last year and really bailed him out a couple times. But they also had a ton of chances, um, you know, which, you know, obviously they, they were like, you know, we wanted to convert some of those. But, you know, the effort was there. And especially, you know, now that they're going to be getting some of these guys back in the next couple weeks, um, you know, it'll I, – I think I think there'll be another, you know, another kind of top end. Probably will end up being a top end team. Again, when we see them play like Urbana, Tuscarora will really be the test, but I think they'll they'll be up there. Um, so you said <laughs> you were talking about cramping a couple minutes ago. There were lots lots of cramping in this game. It wasn't even particularly hot out, but it was just just the sort of you know first game exertion, not drinking enough water. They were the Oakdale coaches afterwards were like, the amount of water you guys are drinking, you should drink double that <laughs> just to just to make sure that you don't cramp, you know, that you, that you stay hydrated and don't cramp, but we should probably be drinking water in here. So our vocal cords don't, <laughs> Seriously. Don't, 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 don't cramp or something like that. So, um, it's not easy writing about a tie, is it? No. Um, unfortunately this game had a lot of, there were, there was, there were a lot of chances. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't like a, like a sort of very blah zero zero or one, one game. You know where there's where there's just not a lot happening. There was a lot happening in this game, and it it was very sort of very tight and kind of tense from start to finish. So, you know, it 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 it, it gave it gave it gave some excitement, and you could it, let's put it this way: of, of of all the tied games, this was probably one of the easier ones to write a story on because it it didn't give me it gave me a lot of stuff to talk about, not just oh these two teams played a game and nothing nothing really happened, right. <laughs> Uh, John, uh, earlier this week, you saw the Middletown girls, uh, take on Urbana to, uh, to, uh, perennial powers, uh, uh, really teams you expect to be in the state uh, title conversation. Uh, Middletown shockingly had a poor season, uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't very good for the first time in, in, in my time here and, and, and really, um, uh, a, a long time. They just, uh, just things didn't um, click for them, uh, especially offensively last year. Are, are they going to be better this year? I mean, obviously, starting with Urbana, that's a very tough uh, mm-hmm. opener, and it may be tough to tell, but are, are, is Middletown hopeful for a better season this year? Well, their defense is uh, pretty solid. Um, and they were, I mean, Urbana also is rebuilding. Um, now they, I think by the end of the year, you know, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be up there. They'll be making some noise. Um, Urbana has a lot of speed, and um, so Middletown did a decent job handling Urbana's uh, speed. It was more or less a 50-50 game. Right now, they just like look like two teams trying to find some answers, you know, early in the season. It'd be my take on it right now. I mean, I haven't seen anybody else, but you know, I gotta think that you know, they, I don't know if they're gonna be making a run for you know county supremacy this year. Yeah, I saw Ligonor play Walkersville in, in a competitive game. Uh, Ligonor's young. Um, uh, they they have some very good players. They're very good with with the set pieces, the corner kicks, the free kicks. Uh, Georgia Seibel, one of their center backs, is an awesome uh, free kick taker. But but they're sort of in that rebuilding mold a little bit too. They have they have a new coach, Mike Heller, who was actually at TJ last year before before uh, moving over uh, to the school where uh, where he now works. So th- th- they're gonna have to find a way to, to, to score some goals uh, outside of uh, the, the set pieces, but I, I think they'll get better over the course of the season, and, and they'll be a very good team. 
I, honestly, I think on, on the girls' soccer side, uh, it, it's the two teams that have that have been uh, the cream of the crop the past couple of years. It's Tuscarora and it, it's also Brunswick. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and, and, and girls' yeah. soccer, uh, lots of returning players, uh, very very talented teams, mm-hmm. um, young young teams uh, uh, with a lot of talent. So I I, I think Tuscarora and, and, and Brunswick are probably the t- two teams to beat uh, in girls' soccer. Oakdale's also mm-hmm. going to be in the mix too. State semifinalists last year. Uh, <coughs> I have some good returning players, so, um, so yeah, uh, I, I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see how the girls' season shakes out because some of the teams that you typically think are are uh, as being powerhouse teams that they're they're trying to figure themselves out uh, out a little bit. So. And, and the Brun- uh, speaking of Brunswick, the Brunswick boys are no slouch either. They're, I mean, I'd like to see how they uh, – I assume they play some of the, our, our, our bigger schools. I, mean, I think they yeah. can pretty hold their own. Yeah, right. And, they have right, and they have a chance with that gamble division to be in the CMC title game. And Tuscarora and Brunswick girls have played in the CMC title mm-hmm. game uh, for, for, for the past uh, couple of years. So uh, I think those are the two teams to watch in girls' soccer. Uh, John, you also had the chance to see some volleyball uh, th- this mm-hmm. week. Uh, you, you, you saw Middletown? Yeah, Middletown beat Tuscarora uh, 3-0, uh, and they were coming off a loss to Urbana, uh, 3-0 loss. Urbana has been our best team the past few years, and uh, until somebody else proves otherwise, let's call them that for now. So <laughs> they came off a rough uh, opener against uh, against Urbana, but they beat Tuscarora, who's usually one of our stronger teams. Tuscarora they had some issues like with uh, with passing, and uh, they have some really good hitters, but they couldn't get the ball to them, or you know, in the optimal spots. So um, eh, they're they're starting off a little slow. Tuscarora, Middletown, man, pretty look a look a decent team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cross country, uh, just getting started. Uh, who, uh, Sam? I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Uh, do we know who won the CMC in golf? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Urba- uh, okay, Urbana beat out, edged out Brunswick. The story there is Brunswick won the boys and the girls individual titles, and the boy it was Hank Adams from Brunswick. And I, I, I'm not going to say a Brunswick person's never won a CMC title before, but I was just trying to think of how long it's been. You know? Yeah, right. right. You, 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 don't, you, you don't think of golf. Uh, Brunswick's such a small school, and mm-hmm. and and there's and their uh, pool gets divided uh, among all the sports uh, so mm-hmm. quickly that, <laughs> that, that that you don't think of a lot of uh, Brunswick uh, golfers mm. that have really made a mark. But but yeah, maybe that that that'd be, that'd be really interesting. And it's just crazy to think that we're basically a week into the fall season and golf has already had <laughs> um, conference championships. So but the, yeah. but they do run out of light. Uh, uh, by the middle of October, so uh, so we'll have state golf uh, before too long too, um, and field hockey. I think you saw some field hockey, Alexander. Yeah, I was out at Urbana again uh, Wednesday night. Uh, they played, and, and they had a powerhouse. They had, yeah, they had uh, BCC come up, uh, come up the road uh, to meet them, and it was a, it was a, it was a two two to one game. Uh, BCC ended up winning that game, but uh, they Urbana's Urbana's never beaten BCC, so you know it's kind of all it's it's. You know, AJ Stewart. She told me it's you know it's sort of always their early like, you know, you know you measuring stick early game. measuring stick. You kind of it's it's like it's like it's a team you know you're gonna probably see at some point in the playoffs or at least like is is comparable to like a you know like a high end playoff caliber team. So what was it two to one or two BCC? two to one two to one? Was, was Urbana happy with its performance? Or? Yeah, for the most part. Um, you know, obviously they you know they would have liked to like to come out on top, but um, but they you know the the, the first the first half was was a little slow. Um, you know, on both sides, uh, BCC scored you know partway through the second quarter to make, uh, take a one nothing lead in. 
Um, but then Urbana, t- Urbana came out with a lot more energy in the second half, uh, tied it partway through the third quarter um, on a really nice penalty corner. Um, Amanda Talbot uh, had the goal there, and then uh, and then it was tied going to the fourth. BCC scored scored early in the fourth and sort of held them off from there. But uh, you know it was they were fairly happy uh, with their performance. And then uh, Cameron Burley, uh, who uh, had not who never uh, been a goalie until two weeks ago, uh, is now their uh, starting goalie for the foreseeable future. Oh, so, wow. Okay. So, um, so learning, learning on the fly. Yeah. So learning on the fly, but she was, uh, she was, she was, uh, you know, looked kind of looked like she'd been doing it for a while. So, you know, that's a, that was a good sign that I, that I didn't, that I didn't know that till I went down and asked AJ about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, yeah, that, that'll be something to watch over the course of the season, how much she improves. I'm yeah. sure she'll improve quite a bit, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that'll be a big factor once the playoffs mm-hmm. happen and, and and you start getting up against some of those really good offensive teams how will the how will the defense uh, hold up for urbana there so well i wanted to have uh, jeff kolsch uh, the middletown boys soccer coach on this week uh and we will we will have him on uh, next week i don't think jeff has been on before so so look forward uh, to talking to him but but yeah, uh, it's been a busy uh, first week. I'm 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 glad we're we're out and about covering games again. It was a long summer of just doing stuff around the office, <laughs> so so I'm happy to be back out of games, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way. But uh, thank you, gentlemen, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll try and uh, have a little roundtable like this on uh, on most weeks um, uh, during the season. So uh, for John Cannon, Alexander Dacey, I'm Greg Swantek. Thanks for joining us here on the Final Score, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you again next week. See you, everyone. Oh, 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 oh,